This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Thanks, brother. What's up? That's what's up. I want to say, um, 
Thank you for stopping in. Everybody that's viewing already on Facebook Live, um, I see the viewers. Uh, we're going to go to the line real quick. And Carla, as soon as you hear, you are unmuted. That's you. State your name and where you're calling from. Hello. Uh, Hello. And I am from Chicago. What's your name again? Envision. How's it go there, Miss Envision? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you guys? We are wonderful. We ready to help save somebody today. All righty then. Let's do it. Let's do it. So what do you want to share with us on this lovely day? Um, I have a piece, and it's called Never Leave. Okay. All right. Whenever you can, the mic is yours. All right. He said he pushed me down the stairs because he cared. I asked, how dare you care for me in that way? He told me he loved me so much he never wanted me to walk away. So keeping me down is the only way he knew I'd stay. He'd push me again if I didn't believe. He said, I love you. Please never leave. And that's that piece. Wow. So let me ask you a question. Have you uh, ever experienced domestic violence yourself or bullying or know somebody that has? Um, I know somebody that has. Is that person still in it, or were they able to get away? Um, she actually was able to get out of that situation. Um, okay. But I was, I did experience uh, some of that, and it can be, like, very terrifying. Yeah. When you're in that moment, because you don't know what to do, you don't know if you should help that person, you don't know if if you do decide to help that person, like, what is going to happen to you, like, if, you know, rage or anger is going to be taken out on you. Um, So it's a very intricate uh, situation, a very complicated situation. Well, from experience. I'm a domestic violence survivor. So from experience, um, when I was going through a lot of what I was going through, it was to the point where I wish somebody would have spoke up or somebody would have helped me. And in situations where I didn't even know, people did help me. You know what I mean? They did help me. They, you know, wasn't able to come to my house or whatever directly to help me, but they would they are hear the screams in the in the and the fight, so they'll call the police, and then the police will come to the house, and I didn't have to call. So, I mean, that, that that's still a form of help. You know what I mean? There's different ways to help somebody. But if you're in some, if you know somebody that's in domestic violence, don't ever think that they don't want you to help them. They want you to help. You know what I mean? So, you, like I said, it's a lot of ways that you can help. But, yeah, please be that voice because think about it. That person is not able to, to think or I mean, not able to not think, but not able to, to, to speak up for themselves, not able to help themselves in that predicament or in that situation. So then that's when it comes to you as a friend, you know what I mean, to, you know, help 
the best way that you can. So, yeah, it's always, please, don't ever think, you know, should I help or uh, is a backlash going to come on me? Worry about that later. But at the, mo- at, the, at the very moment, help that person out. Help that person out as fast and as quick as you can. Uh, Dub C, you got something you want to say, my brother? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, I actually was listening to that piece. The piece was very short and right to the point. And it's so, it's so much that was said in, a, in such a small piece because, first of all, domestic violence and bullying is the same thing. It runs hand in hand. And it all has, it all has to do with trying to gain power, trying to put fear in somebody so that, um, you know, basically you control. It's about control. So a, a lot of people, you know, men included, a lot of people, they um they look at it like it's an embarrassment. You know, they're afraid to let somebody know what's going on because they don't want to be embarrassed. Most women will say, well, I didn't tell my family because I didn't want them to think he was a bad person. Well, excuse my language, if he's kicking your ass, he's a bad person. I mean, vice versa, if, however it goes, you know, it's, it's not right because we're we not in a relationship or with somebody to control them. A relationship is about joint communication, joint decisions. It's not, it's not about um, control. And, and, you know, like I always say, I've been on both sides of the, the fence with this one. Neither side is good. So, um, you know, you just just speaking on it. Even if, it, even if it's not you and you still have the heart to speak on it because you saw somebody deal with it, that's still speaking out. So I um, appreciate you that. I appreciate that um, little piece. And um, I commend you and I ask you if you, um, if you see somebody that is dealing with it and that's something you can do, always try to do it. You know, don't think, oh, my God, well, I don't want to intervene. I don't want to get in their business because. You enter, you get into somebody's business can be what saved that person's life. The last thing you would want to see is you watching the news and say, "Oh my God, I could have, I could have said something to stop that." You see that picture on the news. Right. Thank you for your ma'am. Uh, anything else you want to share with us? Uh, no, that was it. <laughs> All righty. Well, we appreciate your call, Mr. Envision, and uh, we're going to go to the next yeah. caller, but I just want to say um, try to keep in tune with us, and, you know, hey, if you, if, you, if you have things you need to talk about, contact one of us. You know, we're always free to talk. Thank you. All right. You're so very welcome. All righty. What did you say, right, I said you're so very welcome, love. Oh, uh, thank you. Alrighty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, just tune into the full time National World Winner PUC Radio. This here is Let It All Out. Let it out. Let's talk about it. We're discussing domestic violence and bullying. And you know, every whenever I discuss this, I get real serious about it because as a lot of you guys know, my stepson deals with this on a daily basis, you know, and I'm not there to protect them. If that bothers me. Which I shouldn't have to be there to protect. You shouldn't have to be there to protect somebody because somebody else's insecurity, you know, seems to have to put somebody else down or attack someone else just to um, build itself up. So, um, man, fellas, I'm encouraging. I see. What's up? What's up, my man, Derek? I- I'm really talking to the fellas now because ladies are starting to come out. Ladies are speaking, fellas. 
Our fellas still seem to hide it because they don't want to be labeled as a punk. They don't want to be labeled as weak. But fellas, you got to start speaking now. You know, if you're dealing with some things that, you know, we sit around and we hold it to our chest and we don't say anything, then before you know it, we got a fall of anger in us that just erupts out of nowhere. Somebody can speak to you, there you know you're flipping out, you're going off, and it's all to do with something totally different. So, fellas, I encourage you to um, to speak out as well, you know. No, no, no comment is considered stupid. A lot, I, heard, I heard a guy when I was talking to a guy before, he said, man, that's stupid, man. I'm not going to be telling nobody my business. Okay, you don't tell anybody, and it's going to continue. I'm not going to be telling, you know, if my old lady do this, man, you know, we'll just get past it. It don't work like that. If it's not discussed, it can't be solved. You know, if you don't, you don't discuss it, you can't get past it. And domestic violence, you know, a lot of people say, well, he didn't hit me. He don't have to hit you. He can scar your mental abuse in my in my aspect because I've never, I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it like this. I've never gotten my ass whooped in a relationship. But uh, mental abuse in my aspect is worse than physical abuse because you can hit me. And probably it, it may sting and may hurt or whatever, but words stick. The tongue is sharper than a knife, and a lot of people don't realize that. That you know, you can you can harm somebody real bad just by you. But what comes out of your mouth? So that's why they always say sometimes you need to curb and watch your mouth because you can say some things that can never be taken back. You know, I'm not saying it's okay to slap her around or him around, you know, because it's not. But um, that's just that's just my take. What do you think, sir? Like they always say, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. You know what I mean? Because your words, like they say, the power of life and death is in the power, it's in your tongue. So you can speak life or speak death over somebody. You know what I mean? That tongue is, is powerful. People don't understand just how, how powerful that tongue is. So it's not always physical. People think, when people think of domestic violence, the first thing they think is physical. It's not all physical. Everybody needs to know the different forms of abuse because it's a lot of them. You know what I mean? It's even some that you probably wouldn't even think about. Like, man, that's a part of domestic violence? Yes, it is. Financial, spiritual, emotional, physical, uh, uh, verbal. It's a lot of forms of domestic violence, you know, so... People just need to know and, and recognize what they are and realize that you're in a domestic violence relationship because a lot of people are in domestic violence relationships they don't even know. They don't know because they don't know what those other forms of abuse are. They just think it's physical. Well, he's not whooping on me. I mean, he talk about me sometimes. Baby, that's a form of abuse. You know what I mean? So we just need to identify what they are, and then you'll be able to, you know, know if, whether it's, if you're in a toxic relationship or not. So. That's all. That's my intake on it, brother. All right. All right. We, we got a question in the threads. Um, Titan asked the question. Before we go to the line, we're going to ask this question. It said, um, what is your stance on parents who bully their children and record it and post it for um, all to see? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say I'm, this is my thought. My thought is not the right thought. It's just my perception. First of all, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, I don't think posting Posting all of that is really powerful. That's the, that's an embarrassment. You, your job is not to embarrass the child. Your job is to try to keep that child on the right track. Now, bullying is not good in anything. 
that's not good in any sense. And and you don't want you don't want to bully a child to the point where they're so afraid of you that they won't talk to you. But you do want your children to have respect for you. You have to you have to be a parent and not a friend. And that's one of the problems now. Parents nowadays are being the kids' friends instead of the parents. You know, the, the kids yeah. tell the parents what to do nowadays because of the law. Yeah. Well, you can't whoop your children. And some people just don't believe in whooping children in the first place. They say, well, uh, well, yeah, I, I know people used to say, well, you got a whooping, and look how you turned out. Well, what the hell, you know, that's not, that's not nothing easy to say. You know, I got whooping, and believe it or not, I didn't like it. But you know what? I could have been a lot worse than I am, you know, and, and you know, I look at all my friends who did what they wanted to do, didn't have no consequences, no nothing, 75% of them are dead. The other 25%, well, the other 15% is in jail and 10, well, y'all know, I, those are the ones that I consider my brothers because we're still around each other, but most of my friends have been, been, are been deceased because they had no consequences. They was able to run wild, so... You know, I don't, I don't, I don't condone bullying on no sort. And if a parent is bullying the child, then somebody needs to counsel that parent because being a parent is not being a, about being a bully. It's about you know demanding respect. And bullies don't get respect. Bullies end up hurt somewhere. But uh, we're gonna go to this. We got callers on the line. So we're gonna go to this call. Caller, if you hear, you are unmuted. That is you. Say your name and where you're calling from. It's uh, King's Cadence out of D.C. Hey, what's up, my brother? Hey, what's good? Um, I was just coming in. I, um, I saw that you were having uh, this this pop-up of the show, and I just wanted to drop through and uh, show love. Uh, I've spoken on this um, subject heavily, you know, like every chance I get. Um, I'm a poet, and I write a lot about these type of things, so... You know, I had to, like I said, to come through and show love and just say that, you know, stuff has to be done. You know, it's it's to a point where it's, it's happening so much and people are actually starting to become desensitized to it. Like, well, yeah, it happened again. Or, you know, somebody got, you know, beat up in a relationship or somebody got bullied and it's just like becoming the norm. Like it's not even shocking or like it doesn't make people uncomfortable anymore. So, right. You know, Something kind of has to be done about it. I agree. It's like now to the point, people are, are guys. Guys be on the street like smacking a girl around, and people just walk right on past. Oh, she probably deserved it. Oh, you know they they everybody's so immune to it now. Like oh, it's nothing. And you know what's sad, man? That that's really sad. And you know something has to be done about it. And the begin the the, the first thing we can do is discuss it because everybody's so uncomfortable even discussing it. So maybe if we can get the discussion going, we can get solutions and everything else, you know, that that's needed. But you know, man, brother, you one hundred percent right. You say, you say you a, you say you a poet. Do you you write pieces about it? Yes, sir. Do you have a piece you can give us right now? I'll refer to it. I I sure do. <laughs> uh, I got oh, it's a piece. I, it's a piece I did on bullying, actually. So the floor is yours right now, my brother. Okay, that's cool. I'm dying to fit in. It says, um, not knowing me, you knowingly destroy me with chance of homely. Criticized my size and didn't realize that you fried my pride inside, but why? 
because I couldn't afford the high prices. And I'm frightened that they don't like me, so we fighting. I mean, I can't even eat lunch silently without them eyeing me. Like, I don't know that I don't fit in without you reminding me. Every time I walk, you make noises. There is no chill. I bring money like, please accept me. Please respect me, but it's so real. But I know I'm dreaming. I know no matter what, I stay at odds, even though we should be even. My soul sinking, plagued by demons. They say, stop breathing and just leave it. They keep chatting how I'm so broken. My mother is something unspeakable. Guidance counsel is not doing much more. I'm feeling unreachable in this utility closet. Too afraid of another day. I tie this noose tightly because I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of nobody really liking me. I'm tired of frustration from wanting acceptance that was creating this anxiety. But you don't get it. I mean, well, there is this one person who creates a glimmer, but I'm not the type that she will remember. Well, maybe if I said something, but who am I kidding? I'm that outcast. I wonder if heaven is really better. With all the energy and pain, I step on this box. I'm whispering for God to make it quick for me. I've had my food knocked over. I've been kicked. I've been spit on. I had teachers tell me to go ahead, get on. No one cares or listens to frantic cries as I tighten this noose, finally a fix hole. I'm kicking the box. I swing while choking the last minute. Fight and reverse this last thought of reality that even after I die, they probably won't notice. Forcing a grin. I was just dying to fit out. And peace. Wow. I'm going to let my sister comment on that real quick. Miss Nina Purple. King Cadence, how are you? Hi, my brother. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? I am wonderful. So, um, man, you know, I, I know you you and Gina Storm, y'all call in all the time on the show to do y'all poetry, but I didn't know, you know, that domestic violence awareness is a, a, a touchy subject to you guys as well. Uh, me, myself, being a domestic violence survivor, you know, I, 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 if, if, if it takes every breath in me, I'm going to try my best to you know, help others because I don't want to see nobody go through what my end result was. You know what I mean? So I just, man, I just want to, you know, bring awareness as much as I can. But that piece that you just did was very, 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 very powerful, very nice. Um, so if you guys, you know, want to join forces with me and Dub C's, you know, to bring awareness to domestic violence and bullying, man, please, all voices yeah, as well. Okay. So, I mean, we all we all are. It's, it's it's actually like a uh, it's it's three people now. I mean, we roll a lot, so it's three of us. Is uh myself, Gina Storm, and uh, Desire. We go to a lot of different shows, and we you know call you know like I said, attention on a lot of different things. And I mean, it's it's like it's all connected. You know, whether it's the the domestic violence, the bullying. And the things that kind of happen as a result of it, the suicide is, is like it's all connected. And it's sad because, like I said, it, people are so desensitized to it that it doesn't, it's no big deal. You know, you see it like right. it's more chance that if you see somebody getting hurt, there's more chance that you're going to pick up a phone and record it to post it than it is that you will pick up a phone to call for help. Yep. Exactly. That's so uh, true. Ooh, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, that piece was strong, my brother. And and you know, I know I, I know 
I don't. I'm not sure. My stepson. He may. He may be watching. He may not. I. I, didn't, I haven't seen him pop in yet. But I actually talked to him this morning, and everything that you just said is basically how he describes when he's talking to me and his mom. You know, he is make fun of him in school. He just want to fit in. He. You know, he wants to fit in, but you know, <laughs> like you always got that. That those few people that. Ah, uh, you look like this. Uh, we don't want to be all this. You know, it's always that person that's probably been bullied themselves. So now they want to mm-hmm. they want to target it, put it on somebody else, and target them to take the light off of them. You know, but um, right. this is something that I've been. That's what actually gave me the idea to incorporate the bullying, man. Because it's it. People don't realize. I'm trying to figure out a nice way to say it. People don't realize, just like you said, the results of it. The results of bullying, it hurts the person that's being bullied, but it can also hit the person that's doing the bullying hurt. Because I was just looking at something on, we was looking at something on TV up here in Florida where I am, where a mother got tired of these girls bullying her daughter. She went up to the school, she mixed up some little concoction, went up to the school and threw it in the eye. And oh. Results because she got tired of her daughter coming home complaining about being bullied, didn't want to go to the store because she had to pass out where these girls live. And people don't realize that it don't just affect the person that's being bullied, it affects the parents more because I'm just a stepfather and it hurts me every time I hear him say what he goes through on a daily basis. It hurt me because I'm not there to shelter mm-hmm. him, I'm not there to. And, this may sound, it does sound bad, but I like being honest. Sometimes when he tell me, I just want to get my hand on one of these little, these little thugs and shake them to death. I mean, it wouldn't be nice, but that's what, it, that's what it leads to. So we have to start speaking on it, man, because those bullies, they, the bullies grow up, and it turns to full-fledged domestic violence. They grow up beating up their girlfriends. And now you see where a lot of siblings beating up each other. You know, it's just weird. It's wild. Now, oh, real quick, um, one of the members of the team, uh, Desire, wants to speak on that real quick. We, we're all here together. so uh, Most definitely, most definitely. Hello. Hello. Hey. Good morning. Um, I have, I guess I have experience in um, a lot of that, what we're talking about, for domestic violence, my father was a, he beat my mother a lot. I mean, I, I, it was so bad that I don't remember most of my childhood. And some of the, I remember the one fight they had when she fought back. I remember living the scene of that, uh, what's love got to do with the bus scene when they're trying to get away and the father found them made to get off the bus. I've lived that in, in some versions of, of that scene. I did that. Um, I'm, my son being bullied in school, I could identify with that. Because um, you feel helpless. You're trying to do what you, your instinct is. Your instinct is to go ahead and handle it like I'm going to tear the person down. But you're trying to do what the schools say. You try to say, oh, bring attention to it. Let's have a parent-teacher meeting. And it's not getting better. It just seemed like it was getting worse until the, the person being bullied decides to lash out. And all of a sudden it's a big issue because he fought back. Yep. Isn't that what you what you're supposed to do? And they, they tell they tell the students to tell the administrator, tell the administrator. But in real life, if someone hits you, you have a choice to hit them back. If someone's doing something to you, you're not that you don't like, you shut it down. So 
honest, this bullying business, I know all about it. It's, it's ridiculous. That's just my part. And, and but the, you know what? Scariest, like said, the scariest part nowadays is the teachers are becoming the bullies. I think they fed up. I mean, because being a teacher, you really don't have any rights or any students have more say-so or parents have more say-so than you. Like, something goes down, they question what you say. Well, it's something like the student said you did this, and now you have to prove your innocence even though you're the professional. Or these students are as big as you are. I saw a video of a student punched a teacher in the face. I was like, where they do that at? So yeah, so I these I don't know, y'all. What 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 can we do? What, no, when I when I said just becoming a bullying, I mean, for example, the the school where my stepson go, he's he's going home daily crying because he's being called stupid by teachers. He's being told, Oh, stop being a crybaby. That's bullying. Oh. You're not fixing them. That's when it makes me want to intervene. You know, it's probably yeah. a good thing that I'm over a thousand miles away because if I wasn't, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't end in a nice manner because now you're an adult and you're supposed to be rectifying and fixing the situation, and you're calling him names in front of the class. Are you just a crybaby? Now you wonder why the rest of the class treat him the same way. Well, not even that. He's not acknowledging that he's, that he's feeling. Oh, stop being a crybaby. Does not, does not fix the issue. It just makes it makes you suffer like his feelings are not violated. So let exactly. me just hide my feelings. No, and, a thousand times. And miles. that's where yeah. he is. That's exactly where he is now. Like, if I can't go to the people that's supposed to um, help me, who do I go to? And you know what's next. That's when that's they start what feeling valueless and useless. Yes, that's that. You, you. I'm going. I went through that same thing. I had to take my son out to school because I felt the, the the administrator, the dean of solutions, was bullying my son. Every yeah. time he was being suspended for the most simplest, not having a shirt on, not having a tie on, not wearing his sweater. These are the these are the offenses that were getting him suspended by one particular administrator. And I went up to the school many a time to talk to the person. And this is a black man about my black son in a low-income black neighborhood, but sending my son home for the most ridiculous reason. So, yeah, I identify. But see, what y'all failing to realize is this. First of all, people that bully people have been bullied themselves. I'm pretty sure we all heard the saying, hurt people, hurt people. That's exactly what it is. A lot of these people that are bullying people, if, 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 if everybody took every bully across America and talked to every bully across America, every bully was probably going to tell you that they've either been bullied or they're being bullied, so they can't fight the person that's bullying them. So what they do is they hold it in and they lash out at the, next, at the person that's closest to them who haven't done anything to them. That's what they do. That's first of all. Second of all, I'm a teacher by trade. I'm not teaching now. I'm working with the elderly and working with the disabled. That's what I do right now. That's my job. That's what I love. But I'm a teacher. And uh, I have taught in many schools before. And I just want to let y'all know that, you know, 
if you don't have the necessary or the correct training to handle certain situations, then you're going to handle it your way. You know what I mean? If you don't have, like, if you don't have, like, a, a trainer where, you know, they te- teaching you what to do, like, if a student attacks you or what to do if you get upset with a student, because we all know everybody say when you get mad, you don't attack somebody, you just walk away. And then nowadays, like, the teenagers are so, because I'm pretty sure some of us was like that when we were teenagers. You know, you be so flip at the mouth, they don't have, like, any respect for adults nowadays, so it's just, it's it, it, it's crazy, but that still doesn't mean that you lash out on a student. Like I seen on the news the other day when they kept showing that teacher that beat up that student. I mean, even though that student was calling him all type of racial names and was all up in his face, still it's a way to handle that. Go take you a break. Go go, you know, let one of the other teachers substitute your class. Tell him you need to take a break so you don't do nothing to the child that either hurt this child or hurt you or send you to jail or make you lose your, you know, to the point where they you don't be able to teach no more in nobody's school. So it's a way to handle but, situations. We all just handle situations is. where I think people they drop rage so fast instead of just, you know, thinking till it's just it's crazy. But anyway, that's that's what I feel. I, I think they drop the ball in this situation. A lot of these videos they only show the highlights of it. They need to go back and how do you know? It's a lot of questions. Me being a teacher myself, there's a lot of there's a lot of empty, empty information in that video that they're not answering. How did it get to that point? You know, is this? I mean, is this an ongoing issue? You know what I'm saying? It's ready to point fingers and quickly they point to the teacher. Yes, we've been trained, but then we have we also have we should have our backup, our support team. Where's this people that's supposed to be supporting him instead of videoing him? I didn't see but one person in that room with him. So I thought, I, I, I thought, I give that whole scenario an F. But I also one person in there. And they know, and I'm sure that child, well, the one I saw, this little girl, punched, punched the teacher in the, in the face. That, that, that's probably one of the first offenses for that little girl. They should have, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm with you on that. But I would rather see the whole story, a little more in that story, because I'm being a teacher and not having any backup or having any, because it's automatically our fault if something goes awry. And I, I think that's really, really messed up. I agree. I yeah. do agree. You guys got anything yeah. else you want to share with us? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, that was really, you know, like I said, I really wanted to show support. You know, we um we do a lot of different shows, and when I see them happening, you know, we can stop through and show, you know, show love and show support, and especially when the subjects that's, you know, near and dear like this, you know, you gotta you gotta say something. But that's the problem. So many people aren't, and I'm like, what else are you doing with your afternoon, really? As you know, you can't try to come and put your, you know, your point of view in and maybe come up with something. Because in the end, we all saying the same thing. Well, what do you do now? Uh, you know, what, what's the plan? What do you do? Like in the situation where you're talking about, I think I don't know if it says your son or stepson, you know, where you see the point that he's at right now with the bullying, and that's the point to be really concerned because you're like, well, what happens now? Because most people, no matter if you're violent or if you're, you're nonviolent. When your back is against the wall, things happen. 
You know, a lot of these people, they're like, you know, he came to school and he shot up the school because he was, you know, because he had mental issues. A lot of times your back is against the wall and you're afraid and you, you get fed up. You know, and that's the thing. You don't want it to get to a point where people are getting fed up. Yeah. You see it happening, and you just turn happening your back a, and you see it. That's a problem. Happening on a daily basis. Most of them go to school and hide. And I'm like, what? he was, you know, or not going to school at all. And all of a sudden when he acted, he lashed out. All of a sudden, spotlight on him. But he had been telling and showing signs all this time. But nobody, they would call me on Friday after all this, all this stuff he had done throughout the whole week. They called me on Thursday because they want a good Friday. They want to send a number. This is my, now I'm a teacher. You know that sometimes you want a good Friday and you want some of the students that really get on your last nerve not to come. So we're going to, we're going to, extend, we're going to suspend him on Thursday so we don't have to worry about him on Friday. And that's how I came to the conclusion of that. And I told him that. I said, I understand you want to have a good Friday, but this is not the answer. Right. So my son is like, I don't want, I don't want nobody, parent or student or a child to go through what I've gone through. So where do we go from here? Like, what, what do we do? We're on Facebook. We, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, we made um, Parents United on Facebook talk about our stories, about our sons being um, suspended for not having a tie stuff like that, but nothing changed. I went right. to the advisory board. I went to, I went everywhere, but nothing changed. Nothing changed. He graduated out of the school and on to the next. Same stuff still going on. And, and I was just about to say, and the sad part is when, if, when it starts in, 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 in what, I, what they call different elementary or whatever, but it follows you because wherever you go, you already have that tendency of, okay, I got to deal with this. And it's always a bully lurking. But it's really sad that when people that know you was bullied from grade school ends up in high school with you, now the bullying continues and it gets drastically worse the older you get. And that's when that's where you start seeing a lot of things happen that could have been prevented. So it's, it's, really, it's really sad. Well, you find people, and high school is a little bit bigger than elementary, and you start to find people of, like, of your kind. You start migrating to people who have the same similar interests, and there is power in numbers. You know, the, the big bully might be that not, not, may not be that big in high school. You know, he'll find his kind just like you find yours. But what I had to do for my son, I had to put him in a, a different school for anxiety and depression. You know, so I can get help from him. Uh, hopefully the bullies that, that he came across get help for them. The parents help them. But I can help my son by getting the help that he needed to how, how to deal with the emotions. You know, how to deal with when you come across people that, that you're going to come across people who are a little more aggressive in life and how to deal with that. So you got to get your son help. Get him have to have to have to cope with these, these situations because this is something he's going to cope with for the rest of his life. Yep. That's why I always I always let them know the door with communication. I may not I'm not your dad, I'm your stepdad, but the door of communication is all I don't care what time, what day, if I'm at work and you need to talk, call me. Whatever I'm doing will stop. 
That's I make sure he know that for a fact. That if you have nobody else, you got me. Yes, indeed, that's what's important. So, man, uh, we, we really appreciate it, man. But um, what did you say your name was again, brother? King's Cadence. <laughs> yeah, you know, like King and, you know, like Cadence, like, you know, the cadence of the music, but with a K, King's Cadence. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to look you. you on you on social media, on Facebook, right? Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, King's Cadence. Um, I'm, I'm under there, under my name. Um desire she uh, pretty much you go <laughs> we all we all company called sky vision um that's um desire myself and gina storm um gina so we uh, yeah okay. all right well i'm gonna, I'm gonna be um connected with you on facebook and everything i'm dub please uh, okay i've seen you um, i've seen your show before i i find you okay <laughs> but we gonna we gonna i, I just want to network with you because this is something that needs to be um like just, just put out multiple, multiple times. You can, this, this can, you can never get enough of these, these type of shows because if somebody misses mine, I want to be able to direct them where they can find you to speak on, where they can find somebody else because some that somewhere somebody needs to hear what's being said. Most definitely. Uh, All right, my brother. All right, my sisters as well. <laughs> um, it, um, we'll yeah, thank you guys for calling in. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for calling in. Oh, you're so welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, and then like I said, y'all want to get forces forces with us to get that awareness up out of here, man. Let us know, man. We always, you know, welcome in more. We would definitely do that. Cool, cool beans. Thank you. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you tune in to the full-time National Award-winning PUE2 Radio. This here is Let It Out. Let's talk about it. We're discussing domestic violence and bullying, something that's been going on forever and seems to not be – it's not coming to a halt. Um, so we just, we just want to if – you, if you're just not tuning in, we've been – we have callers calling in. The number is on the thread. Um, you can call in and if you're dealing with – domestic violence, if you're a survivor, or you're in a situation where you need to talk about it right now, this would be the perfect time to talk. Anybody that's watching that need help right now, you may be in a situation where you don't have anywhere to go, you don't have any way out, and you need to let you need right now to talk to somebody to find a way out, this is the perfect time to call those digits that's right down at the bottom of the screen. I talk to myself and my sister Nina Purple. And we can see if we can get some things done for you in some form or fashion because no one should be should feel like they're in prison. No one should be afraid. No one should be living in fear. No one should be having to deal with the situation where it makes them feel that I just wish I was dead. I just wish I wasn't here, you know. So, man, you know, I really appreciate the, um, them calling them because every the, the, bro, the brother's peace itself was the entire story of my stepson. You know, he deals with it on a daily basis. He's upset because he wants to fit in, but there's these bullies making fun. There's always going to be somebody that has to target you to make themselves look big and look good. I want to say what's up to my man, Denzel Frost, for checking in. Much respect to you as well. Everybody else is tuning in on Facebook Live. 
whether you're on my Facebook Live or on my Facebook Live, we just want to say, and even on um, Poet Radio, we just want to say thank you for um, checking in. And, man, anybody got any questions? I know Titan had a few questions. And then one of his questions was, um, what if it's a bully that wasn't, okay, there he is. Say, what if there was a bully that wasn't bullied? How do you deal with it? Whether the bully was bullied or not, it needs to be dealt with in the same fashion. It needs to be stopped. Because just because some, my, my thing is this. A lot of things that I do, I stop, I've learned. I used to, I used to be on, like I say, I was on both sides. I've been on both sides of the fence. At one point, I was in a relationship where it was verbal abuse, where it was, I was the subject where it was always coming towards me, verbal abuse. And then it got so bad that it just, it just balled up in me like a ball. And before I know it, in the next relationship that I got in, I carried along that burden of that being just verbally abused all the time. That followed me into another relationship, and it got to the point where I was, I had to, I felt like I needed to put my foot down. It was my way or the highway. I wasn't going to let nobody else tell me anything. I wasn't going to let nobody control me, and that became an issue because I became the aggressor all of a sudden where if you don't listen to me, you're going to pay for it, and it was wrong. I'm not proud of it. I'm not bragging on it. At first, I was embarrassed to ever say anything about it, but I'm not embarrassed anymore because guess what? That is the fact that if you're hurt, you're going to hurt, but that don't make it right. So I had I put myself through anger management. No one told me to go. I put myself in anger management, got my act together, and I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect human. You know, I never claim to be perfect, and I still have false flaws and mistakes where I lose my temper. But my hands, I keep to myself. Am I completely fixed? No. I try to curb what I say, and sometimes I find myself, if I'm going to lash out and I know my words are deadly, I shut up. I just shut up, shut down, until I can talk about it without being forceful and angry. That's the way I deal with it, because just because I'm hurt don't mean I should hurt somebody else. And I've been hurt, so the fact that I know how it feels, I don't want anybody else to feel that way. That's just my thought. Okay. Powerful thoughts they are, brother. <laughs> so, um, like I said, thank you guys. I mean, I thank you guys for tuning in on my Facebook Live this morning. Uh, we are talking about domestic violence and bullying. If any of you guys have been the bullier, you've been the abuser, you know somebody that has, you've been abused, you've been bullied, call in. Talk about it. Let us know your story. Let us know your testimony. Let us know how you're dealing with it. Let us know how you've dealt with it. And uh, if you are in a domestic violence relationship and you need help, you can contact me, and I would make sure that you will get that help that you need right away. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to uh, help save lives and help heal others the way has, God has saved and healed me. Um, so, um, brother, I feel like I, 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 feel, I feel a peace coming on. 
Let it go, sis. I feel a piece coming on. I, I think I think I'm gonna do my uh my my purple piece, so people can kind of understand my testimony and my and what I went through, and maybe it'll make more people want to call in. Make sure you call in, guys. I put the number on the thread: six zero five five six two zero four four four, and the pin number is on there as well. So make sure you guys uh tune in this morning or call in and you know like I said, share your stories with us. I'm gonna do my purple piece. It's kind of like my testimony. I'm gonna do my 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 purple piece. She wanted him, but he wasn't good enough. She wanted him, but he wasn't good enough. That boy was poison. Poison. See, newsflash. She was told as a child to be fast, but she didn't grow up fast. And flash forward, she's grown now, and a child's tendency still wouldn't put him out the house. And news flash, purple was her favorite color. She thought it was a Gemini thing, but flash forward, it ended up being the color used by millions to salute her story. See, he has his own clothing line, wife beaters. His fists abuse her. I don't think y'all heard me. I said his fists abuse her because the H is silent. Nobody hears her. Nobody listens. How did she mysteriously fall on her eye? How did she mysteriously fall on her eye? Hello, fist. Let me introduce you to Eye Nice to meet you and see her blood. It doesn't even bleed blood anymore. It bleeds, bruises, it bleeds, bruises, it bleeds, bruises. And just for that, his balls are blue, his balls are blue, his balls are blue, no sex. See, it was a song that we used to sing as a child. It was a one eye, one horn, flying purple people leader. Sure, it looks strange to me. One eye, because he would hit her in it. And it was a one eye, one horn, flying purple people leader. Sure, it looks strange to me. One horn, because it would come out of his skull the angrier he gets. So you can't have him, Mr. Purple People Leader. You can't have him, because, see, he already beat you to it. And although everybody knew it, and although while she was singing this song cutely as a child, while not knowing that Mr. Purple People Leader, you were getting her prepared for her future. You were getting her prepared for her future see purple said it's okay for her family to come around now because she's not writing from his ego anymore and she hasn't seen her family in so long that mama done great and daddy was going to divorce her but he stayed i said mama done great and daddy was going to divorce her but he stayed see i wonder what daddy would have said if he would have seen her face i wonder what daddy would have said if he would have seen her face see she would make us to paint the picture the way her looks used to be and she wore dark glasses to hide the dark secrets in her life she no, I, I wore makeup to paint the picture the way my looks used to be. And I wore dark glasses to hide the dark secrets in my life. See, I wanted so bad to get away from him, y'all, but he had already marked my body with his territory, walking around proud of his abstract artwork that he had put on me as if somebody was going to ask him for a business card or something. See, Purple, Purple taught me about self-love. Purple taught me about self-esteem. See, Purple was the color of the bruises that I wore on me each and every day. Purple taught me the difference between lies and trust. Taught me the difference between love and lust. See, it was hard for Purple to counsel and lost an unwanted soul that was brainwashed by heat. And I would stitch the word purple across my chest. And I would wear it like a badge of honor. And I would bleed purple blood for each and every domestic violence victim who's not here today to tell his, his or her story. So the next time, so the next time you ask me what happened, I'll tell you that my finger is literally shaped like my 96 Lumina gear shaft because he was on the warpath while hitting me while I was driving. And I'll tell you, 
I tell you that the pistol whoopers that I endure each and every day still leave permanent migraines to this day. And I tell you that the 43 and the 26 stitches that I had to have in my face was because since I didn't talk to him, he saw it as a sign of disrespect. And I tell you that the stab wounds on my arms and the stab wounds on my back was because since I didn't give him my money, he saw it as a sign of disrespect. Because on August the 18th, 2001, I got strangled to death, flatlined gone. And God gave my life back to me and gave him 15 years strong. So please support Domestic Violence Awareness Month, y'all. Not just in October, but each and every day, because it supports my song. I'm so glad I made it. I'm so glad I made it. I made it through. I made it through, guys. Peace. And that's that peace. <laughs> that was strong. That was strong, uh, who are we? <laughs> uh, man, um, I'm just sitting here. I'm listening. I'm just thinking, man. There's so many people out there right now. And it's sad that it's so, this world is so sad that there's so many children, women, men. There's so many people out here right now that's dealing with the situation and have nowhere to turn. Nobody to turn to because they're so afraid of what somebody will think. Right, yeah, yeah. And you, you know what? You know what? I'm sitting here thinking how when I was going, when I was being verbally abused, I didn't want to admit it to myself because I kept saying, "I'm a man. Can't nobody abuse me. I'm tough physically, yeah." But right. I allowed myself to be verbally abused. And I settled for it and to, the, to the point where it felt normal. It was, uh, whatever, man, and walked away. But the things that were said to me to this very day stick. But I have to let myself know every day, man, you know, you better than what you said. Remember what you said? Nobody, nobody wants your fat ass but me. You better than that because guess what? Somebody wants you. Somebody got you. Somebody... You know, all of those different type of things, you know, when I would, yeah. uh, like, abuse come in many different ways. So many ways. Yep, so many ways. <clears throat> so many ways. And then, like I said earlier in the, in the uh, broadcast, it's, it's, it's strange how things that are so bad for us, we learn to tolerate it and uh, get comfortable with it to the point to where it feels so good. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to leave it alone when you know it's toxic. You know it's bad. You know it ain't good for you. You know what I mean? We just learn to tolerate. That's what people do. They tolerate stuff, and then the toleration becomes comfort. Now you're comfortable in this. It's comfortable in this situation. So you, it, it's okay. You let people talk to you any kind of way, and you let people do you, you know, any type of way. But like they say, people only allow for you to do. They only do to you what you allow for them to do. So if you're allowing people to do this to you, then you know. They're gonna keep doing it because you know they they you letting them know that it's okay to talk down to me. It's okay to smack me upside my head. You know what I mean? And it's not okay. It's not okay. Like I said, we learn to we lose ourselves in other people's identity so much. So it's just that man, you you gotta find that way. See, like with me, like you know, once I finally got out of domestic violence, my body knew I was free. My body knew I wasn't, I wasn't in that no more. I wasn't going back to that again. 
But then now I got, that's where the battered women syndrome come in at. So now you got to recondition yourself because you got to recondition your mind to get back to the way you used to be because your mind been brainwashed for so dang on long. So, you know, you still thinking his way of thinking, you know what I mean? You're not thinking your way of your, your way of thinking anymore. So you got to kind of, you know, recondition your mind and get back to the way you used to be. And it's hard. It's not an easy process. But at the end of the day, it's like once you take your power back, then you take your control back. Because once somebody got your power, then they got control over you and your life. But you just got to take that power back, man, taking that power back. Power is a strong word, and power is some strong stuff. You know what I mean? So you just you got to take your power back, man. So I, I just pray to God that God delivered me from that situation. And I'm here today to meet, you know, all these beautiful, wonderful people that I know and have in my life. Because I wouldn't have been able to meet you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, my sister. And, and we were just talking about this the other day. I was like, how did we just recently meet and just click like that? It's, it's almost like I've been knowing you forever. And it's that it's certain people got the chemistry to do things like, I mean, we can – we just go right on the show that we've never done, and bam, it seems like we've been doing it forever. It's just that chemistry, and when you can relate to people, people's aura is what yeah. kind of draw them, you know. And, you know, hey, you might say, you might say, you already know. You already know, man. We. We do. We just vibe with each other, and that is so dang on cool, man. Like I say, we got people out here we got to help save and help heal, man. We're going to do this one person at a time. We got this. We really do. We got this. Yeah. I was just, I was just sitting here while, you know, while, while everybody was talking in little pieces by piece. I was just, like, uh, piping up this piece, man. And I, cause I'm thinking when I, was, when I was growing up, man, I had a, um, I had a, I got a cousin that, Every you know, it's a, lot, a lot of people in my family is light skinned, but a lot of us are dark skinned. And I actually, actually growing up, my grandmother told my dad that I wasn't his child because I was dark skinned, and that hurt me to the core. But I have a cousin who everybody saw so black and ugly, and she was treated so bad. Then she grew up and got in a relationship and married, and the husband did the same thing. And I was, and I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, that's verbal abuse all at its finest. Oh, you know, don't nobody, you should be glad I got you. Don't nobody want your black ass. You black, you ugly, you fat, you this, you that. And people start to, that starts to sink in in their heads where they start to think, yeah, I, I'll have to say no matter how much she beats me up, don't nobody else want me. No matter how much she do this, don't nobody else want me. So that's why people stick in it. And I, you know, okay, I'm going to read it. I, I normally wouldn't. But I just want to say, I just want to say a few of the things, you know, that was just coming out of my mind. I, I was coming up and I was sitting here thinking, and it's like, um, what is your purpose? What is your goal in life? Is it to just exist or to make um, the naysayers think twice? That basically goes with the part of wanting to fit in. What a brother said, all he wanted to do was fit in. And I was just thinking, okay, I can use that for the sit-in and I say, see, we always seem to be distracted by those that refuse to believe in us. But we also learn to go blind to the non-believers and rely on self-trust. Some people don't get it, and they continue to frown. And some let this um, 
this means of active disability continue to hold them down. Because whether you want to admit it or not, domestic violence is a disability. Just like, you know, it's a different form, and I'm going to say it like this. I don't want to offend anybody. When I say disability, anything that hinders you from moving forward, anything that hinders you from continuation, from excelling, or, you know, just being free, that's a disability. So I would look at I would look at it in the same manner. So that's why I put it like that. You know, some people don't get it and they continue to frown. People frown on people that um, oh, oh man, she ain't she ain't you ain't in no in no bad relationship, man. Man, how you doing it? You weak if she do it. No, that's a disability. In whatever form or fashion that this person's brain is set in, and they stay there, it continues right. to hold them down. Not I. See, I know why. I was put in this position to help mold the minds and characters of those who normally wouldn't get by. But in this world, everybody feels you have to be certain size, shape, complexion to be considered perfect. But I'm here to deliver a message to the ones that may not have heard it. That we was not created to be like the next man or to be a yes man, but to help those who continue to test and ridicule because of a disability and just plain. Basically, I'm just going to say it in, in, in layman's terms. When I get done with the piece, I'll format it and put it out. But basically, this is like a, this is, this is the same way people make fun of this, people with dis, dis, disabilities. They make fun of people that go through all these things, you know, oh, man, he let his girl smack him around. Oh, he letting that man control. You know, women, women, some of you know, well, I'm going to say it like this, women, are more easier to to get help than a man because everybody say, yeah, a man's stronger than a woman. Men shouldn't do this. Men shouldn't do that. So everybody will go to the age of that woman if she allow them. But it's a lot of women that won't allow because she don't want the man mad at her when everybody else is gone, which is understandable. So you have to do it strategically. But men, come on, we got to open our mouths. We got to come out of this, I ain't no punk. Because at some point, you're not going to be a punk, but you might not be alive either because you got women stabbing guys in their sleep. You got women that, I know, I know one female, she whoops her dude, she whoops her dude like she's the man. And I don't mean like chicks, I'm talking about with, with, the, with this, she fights. And I've seen them with black eyes, he actually got teeth missing. He always lying, oh, man, you know, I got jumped. No, you didn't. Your girl did it, dude. We all know it. But that's the disability because it keeps you from going forward. It keeps you from excelling. It keeps you from um, experiencing growth. But you're stuck in a place of, and it's all surrounded by fear. I don't know if it makes sense to y'all, but that's, I'm trying to get it out the best way I can. But that's how I look at it. This, this Domestic violence and bullying that's like a disability. It stops you in your track. It stops you. I know people. I know people with disabilities that do way more than people that's in relationships that's dealing with um different type of abuse. And you know it, it's crazy when you feel when you find yourself locked in the house, afraid to go anywhere, don't want to answer anything, don't really want to ask your your mate, your spouse, whatever. Well, what about this? Because you're afraid of the the um, response. Time to start checking things out. 
And that's my take on That's my last take on it. We're going to give my sister's last take. Um, our, our clock has ticked down. We do want to thank everybody, but I got to get my sister's last pick first. I just, like I said, I just want everybody to know that domestic violence is not just physical. Uh, there are other forms of domestic violence as well. Like we said, there's emotional, there's verbal, there's financial, there's spiritual. There's a lot of forms of abuse. So you guys just need to know what those forms of abuse are because there's a lot of people that's in domestic violence relationships and because it's not physical like everybody think it is, they don't even know that they're in a, in a toxic or abusive relationship. Uh, and, and that's what you guys need to know, you need to know the different ways or the different uh, types of abuse that would be considered as, you know, uh, domestic violence. And guys, talk about it. You know what I mean? Talk about it. If you're an abuser, I mean, you. I mean, I hate to say it, but if you're bold enough to abuse somebody, you should be bold enough, you know, to talk about it. If the person that was with you got away from you, and, you know, you should be bold enough to talk about it. Talk about what you, what you did, you know what I'm saying, for forms of your way to heal, you know what I mean? And uh, if you guys, if somebody is out there in domestic violence and you need help, and if you're in the Chicagoland area, inbox me and we'll make that happen so you can get away from that toxic relationship ASAP as soon as possible. Um, but guys, talk about it. You know what I mean? Don't don't hold it in. Don't because guys, actually the same things that women do that's in domestic violence, guys do the same thing. Like, you know, you know this person is bad for you, but you stay. You know what I mean? And like, like, like Dove says, a lot of guys think it's like the macho type of thing. Like domestic violence don't happen to guys, but it does. It happens to guys all day long because, it's, I mean, it's sad to say, but I'm just going to speak on, on facts, on the truth. A lot of guys is in domestic violence because it's a lot of guys out here. Um, that's right. It's a lot of guys out here that don't hit on women. Don't hit on women. Don't disrespect women just as nice and sweet, nice and sweet as they want to be. But then they get with this woman who's toxic, and she knows this, so she'll just start hitting on them for no reason. You know what I mean? Like trying to provoke him or trying to make him get mad so where he can fight you back. But if he's a man that's never hit on a woman and this is not what he's going to do, then he'll sit up there and he'll take it. And now it'll get to the point where now you got a man that's in a domestic violence relationship, you know, and then – uh you have a lot of women out here, and I've seen it more than once. I've literally seen it more than once, where you have people that will put, like, false reports on people and say somebody hit you, and they did not. You know what I mean? So Actually. domestic violence is not nothing, to, not nothing to play about. And don't lie about nobody hitting on you if they did not. Do not do that because, you know what I mean, like I said, domestic violence is serious, and people need to start paying more attention and bringing awareness more to domestic violence than they do. And even in the month of October, it's kind of sad in a way, it's, but that we, we share October with Breast Cancer Awareness Month because Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I lost my mom to breast cancer, so not anything bad enough about Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but everybody, you know, supports Breast Cancer Awareness Month faster than their support domestic violence now i i always wanted to know like why the nfl or you know baseball or basketball the nba why they don't support domestic violence awareness month like they support breast cancer awareness month 
You know what I mean? And I found out that with the NFL, they saying that domestic violence, like associations, would have don't have enough money to pay them to wear purple or wear the purple ribbons or something like that. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, it all comes down to money or whatever. But it, instead of money, it needs to come down to awareness. But like I said, guys, if you are in an abusive relationship, forget about that macho thing. Forget about being embarrassed. Just like we tell the ladies, it's the same thing that applies to the guys. Get away from it. Move I mean, that toxic relationship, if it's bad, get out of it. You guys need my number, inbox my inbox me because Purple Pieces, we help women and we help men. So if you're trying to get out of a domestic violence relationship, please inbox me. We'll make it happen. We'll make sure you have food. We'll make sure you have clothing. We'll make sure you have shelter. But at the end of the day, we're going to make sure that you're alive and we're going to make sure that you're safe. Um, and then another thing that happens, Dub, is like, like, like with the like with our grandmas and stuff like that, it, it trickles all the way down from grandma all the way down to mama all the way down to us. It, yep. A lot of people have been told, you know, what happens in this house stays in this house. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So don't nobody talk about stuff that's going on within the house. But, baby, it's stuff that went on with grandma and grandpa that, you know what I'm saying, that was bad from the beginning, and then it trickled down to, you know, our mothers and our dads, then it trickled down to us. So it's just like, man, we just need to just, man, just get a, grab a hold on this situation and, like I said, bring awareness to it. Don't be ashamed a to talk about it or nothing like that because once you talk and condition to be ashamed to talk about it, then you're going to be scared to share your story or, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, don't be fearful. Be fearless. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. yeah. So, so. <coughs> Thank you, my brother. That's my guys. Mm-hmm. What's up? Yes, well, ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned in to once again, let it all out. Let's talk about it. We were discussing domestic violence and bullying. And we will be back. We we do this one um what is it, every second Saturday of the um of the month. Yeah, every second Saturday of the month. That's right, that's what's up. You can catch me and my sister Nina Purple and every now and then we have special guests. So if you know somebody or you are the person who would like to call in and be our special guest. And, and um, highlight your story. Feel free to do so. Contact one of us. Get the number. You know, get go on Facebook. You can look me up as Willie Dusty Jones. You can look her up as um, what is it? Janine Nina Purple. I almost <laughs> said the Nina Purple. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, um, funny. But look at look us up. You know, um, let us know. Hey, I got something that needs to be heard. I want to share it with the world. We most definitely will make it happen, you know. There's no shun, no hush, nothing more too embarrassing to talk about. There's no um, nope. language barrier on, you know. Let it out. It's the only way we're going right. to find out and be fixed. If you want to call in and cuss and get something off, out your, off your chest, do it. Whatever y'all want to do, whatever you can do to get, get, get it off your chest, call in. We're here for you. <laughs> all right, all right. So you have been tuned in to the time National Award winning POET Radio. My name is Dub C, my sister Nina Purple, and until next time, ladies and gentlemen, hey, love is love, peace and blessings, y'all. Peace. Good night, Good night everybody. Goodbye.
This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.